Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to episode 242 of Executive Presence Morsels. This week, as you may know, we're talking about home remodeling. Uh, in the episode on Monday, I might have shared that I am just so bad when it comes to being a homeowner and things around the house. Um, thankfully, my wife is actually pretty good at that stuff, but I'm pretty abysmal when it comes to things like that. Well, today we're going to talk about uh, something I learned from our garage. Uh, you know, the garage that typically you park your car in or store your tools in, uh, flooding all the time. So what happens is when it rains really heavily, uh, the rain comes off of the roof and it's supposed to go in the gutter, flow down the gutter, and then go off uh, into the side of the yard. But instead, what sometimes happens, especially during heavy rains uh, and more towards the fall, is the rain will run over the gutter or spill over the gutter because the gutter will be too full or it'll be full of leaves and it'll go straight down onto the blacktop of our driveway and then unfortunately it will go into our garage because garages are not hermetically sealed there you know there's a garage door and it closes but it's not really sealed to withstand um, flooding or water and part of what contributes to that problem um, is that the grading or the angle on our driveway at that part should be sloping all the way down away from our house but for whatever reason uh, when it was built, it actually slopes a little bit, just very slightly, um, towards the house, towards the garage. So it's just enough if water is hitting that part of the blacktop for it to go back into our house and we get a little flooding situation in our garage. Nothing too tragic, but it's stressful and annoying and you have to go in and sweep all the water out of the garage. So one thing that I learned from this fiasco is problems like this can be complex, just like problems with executive presence and leadership can be complex. There's often multiple things that are going on. So in this situation, it, you can't just complain about it raining hard, right? Because sometimes it's going to rain hard. That's going to be a problem. You can't stop that. So that's element one. The second element is uh, what seemed to be, to me at first, the more obvious part of the situation, which was the grading of the driveway, right? If the driveway was graded the right way and you know, um, pointed away, the angle away from the house, then even the water um, spilling over should not be too much of a problem and flow away. And then the third element, which I didn't realize until much later, was the gutter situation because uh, the gutters would get full of leaves and if they hadn't been cleaned out properly, uh, that would create a situation too where Normally, if the gutter was clean, we wouldn't have that problem and the grading would become less of an issue. So what you end up having is you have a bunch of complex overlapping issues, which all coincide in a way that creates a bit of a, a home flooding disaster, maybe disaster is too hyperbolic of a word. Uh, but it kind of made me think about how uh, when you have an issue, when you have a challenge, whether it's a personnel problem, uh, whether uh, it's just an actual business problem, now, often the uh, question of it is more complex than it may seem. And the good thing about the complexity is it gives you more points to solve against, right? So, you know, 
cleaning out the gutters and making sure that they are clean would have helped the situation as well as uh, the grading of the driveway being better. I can't stop the rain, um, obviously, uh, so that's not a solution. But it, it gives you a thought that like, hey, maybe sometimes when things are not going my way, there's more than one way you can approach it. And what's best, obviously, is if you have multiple things all solved, so you have everything lined up uh, and you have some redundancies, that can really help and put you in the best situation. So just wanted to share that thought with you, how sometimes it's not just one thing that's causing the problem, it's multiple things, and in a way that can be a good thing when sometimes you can solve for one when you can't solve for both at the same time. But ultimately, uh, if you can fix all those problems, that gives you the best performance, the best situation. So what I'd love for you to do today is consider a challenge that you're having today at work or at home and consider what complexity are you missing, right? Are you only focused on maybe the most obvious or the thing that's most resonant to you, but there are actually other pieces as well that are contributing to the problem? And which piece, if you can't tackle all at the same time, would make the most sense to tackle right away to give you some immediate results, some immediate reprieve. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I often get asked, why did you create the Thrive Guide for high potential underrepresented professionals? It all started out with one unanswered question. How do you thrive in environments where your advancement is still considered an anomaly? I know far too many talented, ambitious, and devoted professionals whose efforts to climb the corporate ladder were met with resistance, broken promises, and sometimes outright sabotage. As I looked for guidance to meet this challenge, there wasn't much out there other than the generic, you have to be better and work harder than everyone else. While I see some wisdom in this, it ignores the damage that this double standard wreaks on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It also doesn't provide any specific strategies on how to handle the daily challenges, such as microaggressions, that create extra drag on your performance. I began to explore this for myself when a few pages of notes turned into 33 lessons, 2.5 hours, and a lot of video editing. The final result was the Thrive Guide with its seven strategies to thrive. Each strategy is designed to address challenges that are rooted in societal, institutional, and personal expectations for groups that have not been, and largely still are not, prevalent. 
leadership positions. If you refuse to have artificial limits placed on your advancement, but continue to be met with resistance, then this Thrive Guide is for you. Available now on Udemy.com. Let's get thriving. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Home Remodeling Week. Uh, and besides me embarrassing myself by showing how bad, bad I am around the house, we're trying to see what we can learn from some metaphors about home repair and home remodeling uh, that can help us with our leadership and executive presence. So today's episode, episode 243, is about lawn problems. And the lawn problem I had when we first moved into our house in Oakland, New Jersey, uh, many years ago, maybe close to 10 years ago uh, at this point. So when we first moved in, there really was no lawn because uh, they, there had been an old house here which had been you know, torn down and then rebuilt upon. Um, so the lawn was really just dirt. Um, and so uh, it was kind of up to us to get the lawn made and we hired someone to come and you know, prepare the lawn and put seed. And then they put the hay over it. And I remember him telling me, you know, it's really important. And I remember reading this too that you have to really water the lawn well, otherwise the seed won't take and you'll just end up with patchy bits and pieces of attempted lawn. And wouldn't you know it, that... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel. So.